barrel boycott? The issue is energy. And the question is, can the U.S. really afford to ban oil imports from Russia? Here we go. Welcome to Political Playlist. All right. Are we ready, guys? Happy hour. Happy, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> that out so oh, God. Bad. Welcome to Political Playlist Happy Hour. I'm Michael Kristoff. And I'm Anthony Barquette. And I'm Anna Muskie Goldwyn. No, of <laughs> course, that wasn't her. She is uh, in recovery mode right now. She had shoulder surgery. And Anthony and I made the mistake of asking for a photo of this. Oh. And who knew shoulder surgery was so gruesome? So gross. In any event, she is recovering on Percocets, which precludes her from joining in the happy hour. So, Anna, we are certainly wishing you a speedy recovery. In the meantime, it's bros on the pod. What up, man? It's always nice when we kind of have the the house to ourselves. What are you drinking? Just a nice Peroni. Oh, wow. Italian. One of of those nights. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you got something pretty, pretty, pretty uh, cute. I've got some new glassware. Yeah, uh, this is a Manhattan uh, in a uh, what they call a Nick and Nora martini glass. Uh, it's named after two characters from the film The Thin Man, 1934. <laughs> Going back to our question, <laughs> of, <laughs> can the U.S. really afford to ban Russian oil imports? I think the answer is that we don't have a choice. I'm not in L.A. anymore, but I saw prices are at seven. 50 a gallon it's wild gas prices are soaring here yeah and what are the numbers because you know the numbers better than i do the u.s is the largest consumer and producer of oil in the world so we produce about 18.6 million barrels a day and we consume roughly 20.5 barrels million barrels so we don't produce as much as we consume uh, Saudi Arabia is the second largest producer at 10.8 million barrels a day. Russia's third at 10.5. We only consume between 670,000 and 700,000 barrels from Russia a day. So that makes up about roughly five to 10%. You know, people kind of differ on, on where that number is. Um, but that is, relatively speaking, a very low percentage of our mm. oil dependence on Russia. So it seems from a number standpoint that that's an easy number to make up somewhere. I think the question becomes, where do we make it up from? Biden's in a tough spot here. Yeah. There's, there's no, I don't think there's any right answer here. He's going to be screwed either way. So we, we saw Congressman, Republican Congressman Jim Banks announced a new bill called the No Oil from Terrorists Act. Oh, wow. Everyone's in consensus that we need to ban Russian oil. Where yeah. there's now difference or, or dissension is where we're going to make that up. So a mm-hmm. lot of the Republicans, like Jim Banks, are saying, well, we need to ramp up domestic production. We need to become more energy independent. And a lot of the Democrats are saying, well, we're already the world's leading oil producer and we're consuming more than we produce. So why don't we start looking for alternative means for energy? Of course, there's consensus now on the problem. The The dissension is is how you're going to solve it, right? And, 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 you know, what I think is so interesting here is it's these are all things that were, you know, are sort of a domino effects sort yeah. of speed. You know, people are pointing out Biden, people are pointing out Trump. When he withheld 
aid to Ukraine, uh, you know, and, you know, Biden stopped the pipeline that Trump had initially, you know, pushed forward, right? We'd be in a different right. situation there with oil. So it, right. it really shows how these politicians and presidents, for sure, make decisions that affect five years down the road, 10, totally 20, 30. You know, I think another thing people forget here is this is all going to come down onto the American consumer. Right. And let's face it, people care about their money. They are totally. going to see two, three times higher prices in gas because of this. And are people yep. willing? Are they are they prepared for that? Do they have it in their budget? I think that's going to be the big challenge, right? Because to to go to our question about can we really afford to ban Russian oil, right? I think that if we don't ban Russian oil, then we're going to look weak, right? We're yeah. going to look like we're we're giving in. And now that we have decided to ban Russian oil, now the problem is, okay, well, where are we going to get that oil from and how are we going to make up the difference? And I think the thing to remember is that, you know, oil price is set on the global market. So mm-hmm. that's not a thing. If, if we just cut off from Russia, that's not as though we can just set our own domestic price per barrel, right? Yeah. That, that That's not how that industry works. So irrespective of us, cutting Russia off from from purchasing their oil, we're still going to be beholden to the global market price. So we're going to see prices rise no matter what we do. So mm-hmm. this administration is really damned if they do, damned if they don't. And I'm not really sure there's a way for them to curb uh, gas prices in the short term. I mean, let's just say this war stops tomorrow. Yeah. I, I can't believe that we would go back to normal. I, I just, you know, everything's fine and we'll, we'll start taking all the Russian oil as possible. I, I right. just don't see that. Right. That would be crazier to me. So once yeah. again, these implications are going to be long, long lasting here. I would not want to be in Biden's shoes. So we're going to play a little game here yeah. <laughs> where I'm going to read you a tweet and Anthony is going to guess Republican or Democrat. And for bonus points, if you want to guess who of our leaders said it, oh. I don't know. I'll take a Ooh. shot or something. Every barrel of Russian oil we import is stained with Ukrainian blood. Okay, this is impossible, dude. Is it a man <laughs> or a woman? Woman. Nancy Mace. Wow. Okay. Honestly, this isn't rigged. Wait, oh, is that right? Shit. It's actually Nancy Mace. Yeah. No way. <laughs> the president should convene the heads of U.S. oil companies right now to develop a plan to raise output quickly and start using every tool of the presidency to move us towards energy independence and reducing oil and gas prices. Okay, that's definitely Republican. Nope. It isn't? Democrat from Maine, former- Oh, uh, Jared Golden. He's kind of a Republican. Why is the Biden administration looking at Venezuela and Saudi Arabia to produce more oil when we could be doing that here at home? President Biden will ask anyone to drill except for Americans. I think we we know what party this is coming from. That's Republican. Yeah. Kind of feels like a Jim Banks to me. It was uh, William Timmons. As we see painful images of Ukraine, never forget. It was Donald Trump who withheld military aid from Ukraine to help his campaign. I've been a soldier on the ground. Trump withholding that aid was personal to me as a soldier and as an American. So bet, Democrat, Democrat. I'll give you a hint. He's from the state that you are currently in right now. Oh, Jason Crow. Boom. Man, we should do this every time. This is great, right? Guess the tweet. Maybe we came up with a new section. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think what we're seeing 
is that there isn't a single solution to this. All the things are true in that we probably need to consume less oil. We probably need to find alternative means of energy. We probably need to ramp up our domestic production in the short term. You know, it's kind of all of the above. This, this whole experience, and even with COVID, I think has really shown me how it's tough for us to rely on others yeah. in the world. And I think you're seeing that definitely on the Republican side, but even on the Democratic side, you saw this in the State of the Union by Biden. He said, we're going to be making these things here. Right? right, we're going to be doing that in the U.S. What does that mean for the world's going forward here? Going back to our question of <laughs> can the U.S. really afford to ban Russian oil imports? I think that politically speaking, we have to do it, and I think we have to now go down the road of doing potentially a deal with the devil in the likes of. Venezuela and Saudi Arabia, obviously Saudi Arabia, a much closer partner to ours. What we know is that gas prices are going to go up regardless of what we do. That's not going to change what we're paying now at the pumps and what the price of oil is going to be globally. So the question becomes, can they politically frame this so that it becomes a call to arms, as it were, a, a call to sacrifice and service rather than uh, a grievance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really the issue that's before the American people. What is our role in the world? What is our role in this conflict? And how can we best help with that? And I think for better or worse, how we can right at this moment, better help is to make those financial sacrifices because of what it means for the, the broader good. Yeah, totally.